Hey there, welcome to Contrapelo, ang kwento ng buhay. My name is Archie, and this is the story of my life. But actually, we're gonna talk about politics muna. On May 9, 2022, will be the national election for the Philippines. So, a lot of people are running for president and vice president of the Philippines and senators, mayors, consular congressmen. House of Representative Congressman. A lot of people are actually running because this is national election. So it's kind of big election because the president of the Philippines will be replaced every sixth year. Last election, um, when President Duterte ran for the president, siguro I wasted my vote for that because I was thinking I don't really want him to win kasi nakita ko yung ugali niya how he was before he started the campaign and even before he filed the certificate of candidacy during before that I was amazed I was supporting him backing up kasi a mayor from Davao will be able to handle the national government and it will be a fresh start diba, from other names naman who's been running all the time. So this is a new change naman na different person will have a different kind of idea on how to run the national government. You know, So I thought, pero before he filed the candidacy, he made a drama out of it. Eh. Meron pa siyang drama na hindi raw siya tatakbo he filed for mayor and then there was withdrawal and then the daughter ran for mayor and then he ran sa akin kasi um, point lang don is I think it's part of the campaign although I don't believe people saw it na ah, napilita siya kasi gusto ng taong bayan I think it's a drama na campaign niya yun na para maniwala yung mga tao na he was really being supported by the people the decision to run is not actually his it's the decision of the people surrounding him now oh, please run as the president, you can make change so when he made that drama I I I stopped following him now, parang mm, I don't like this person, parang there's something off with it, for me kasi, if you wanted to become if you want to become a public servant Definitely, first call pa lang, takbo ka na, diba? Kasi yun ang calling mo eh, and you heard the people. But to make a drama out of it, parang na, nairita na ako. There may be side for him why he did a drama or he explained it a lot, lot of times already. But dun ako naging off lang. So I wasted my vote to the running <coughs> president at the time. Senator Miriam Defensor Santiago. But who I voted for vice president was Lenny Robredo. And my mind was saying, okay, I will waste my vote on these two because I'm voting for the two women in the politics. Uh, senator Miriam Defensor Santiago was very known as a senator. And although she was sick at the time that, he, that she ran, I was still hoping that she will win or just to mess around with my vote or to waste it to I, I don't want to vote to Duterte so siya lang but my vote with Lenny Robledo it's not unusual because I saw how she works I saw her credibility 
and how she handled her politics with principles, which is unusual for a candidate to do that. So now, fast forward now to 2022 election. The presidential who's running are president, are sorry, vice president Lenny Robredo, the current vice president. Then you have Bongbong Marcos, the son of Ferdinand Marcos, who declared martial law and changed the history of the Philippine politics. And then you have um, Mayor Scomoreno, our mayor in Manila. You have Manny Pacquiao, the boxer. You have Senator Ping Lacson. And then you have um, Lodi, Carlodi de Guzman. And there's three more, but I forgot. But they are the top, for me, they are the top candidate. No? See, Carlodi came from a labor uh, group. So, yung experience niya, siguro, principal or thought of you pwede siya pwede siya manalo and he's running independently kasi wala namang budget yun diba so naisip ko okay sana siya pero not on this race Marcos Bongbong Marcos he's a former senator I don't know how they how he won uh, sa pagiging senator but he lost on the on the uh, previous election to Lenny Robredo also as a vice president and he filed a case against Supreme Court, Comelec, Ombudsman Comelec and Supreme Court and even CA I think that he, he was cheated by the election so the entire period when the Duterte administration and Lenny Robredo's seat as the president and vice president of the Philippines may kaso si Lenny Robredo because of Bongbong Marcos because of the fact na he cannot accept na natalo siya by Lenny Robredo as the vice president but all of those cases was been drunk by the Supreme Court and Comelec and the more panganan nagre-retali sila the more na lumalaki yung agwat o lamang ni Lenny Robredo which is kind of weird because they asked to recount, reopen the ballots, the ballot boxes, then recount. Tapos tumataas pa yung um, yung score or yung oh, yung vote ni Lenny Robredo compared to him. So now is back. The funny story is how social media affects this election even before uh, the Duterte administration, they are using tolls. Uh, they are sorry. They are using trolls. They are paying people to do something to promote or deliver fake news in social media. I think it's the same way that uh, Donald Trump did hand handle the social media during the election, and the way that they were paying these people just to have a smear campaign against other candidates or to change the history na martial law was a very good thing that happened there wasn't really any kind of violation of human rights the Marcos was not being convicted of any kind kinds of crimes during that they created the martial law that uh, they changed the history because they wanted to favor the wife of Ninoy Aquino 
and Nino Aquino was not shot by Marcuses, but people believe that it was Marcus who took his life, you know. And they changed the history in a way na yung mga millennials ba na kumasabing bobo sila eh. Or maybe because they spend more time lang reading what is in Facebook, what is in YouTube, what is in TikTok, what is in Twitter, instead of going to the history book that was provided by the Department of Education. So, and daming dun lang ako nainis na na part because look you cannot rewrite the history just to complement what you ever wanted to achieve diba parang you cannot it it's history na eh. so tapos na yun eh. you have to move forward you have to prove yourself the fact that uh, Mr. Marcos doesn't attend any kind of debate kind of pisses me off also kasi Sipinyo, um, I uh, the only way for me to be satisfied to hear about the candidates is during the debate, which Mr. Marcos doesn't want to do because a, a lot of people is biased during the debate. That's what he stand biased na raw yung mga tao because you know, bakit? mo siya bakit? Kasi naniniwala sila dun sa history, which is the true history not the history that they created through social media through their trolls those paid uh, people who let them do and change the social media so talagang kung titignan mo uh, ano yung credibility ni Mr. Marcos na tumatakbo siya bilang presidente parang wala eh and the fact na even Sara Duterte, I have nothing against Sara Duterte, pero revised mayor, parang wala naman. The Duterte clans is just a political dynasty in in Davao. And I was surprised because I thought this is a new fresh or new blood in when it comes to politics. Apparently, they are not. Apparently, the family of Duterte was actually handling Davao since their father. The father of Duterte. Ganun katindi na paikot-ikot lang. And even now, the candidacy for mayor of Dute, of uh, Dabao, umiikot lang sa kanila. Sa kanilang mga anak niya, tatakbo yung isa, tatakbo yung... There's no more credibility or principles or action involved. You, you know, your truth involved dun sa pagtakbo when it comes to politics. It's more about of paying people and let them know kung ano yung nangyayari. The campaign and rally of Lenny Robredo is done voluntarily by the entire people who attended that. Volunteers, walang nagbayad as, as they assume it was. I hope it is true, no? But wala daw bayad dyan, walang walang lahat sila volunteer when it comes to the campaign especially to sa rally the one rally that really uh, made me was the one in Ortigas I think it's in Mandaluyan Ortigas somewhere there na ang dami nagpunta and they were surprised na ganun karami yung rally the fact is lahat sila volunteer and people saw them like early in the morning going to that place and preparing the placards 
they creating their own placards, they pay for their own t-shirts, they pay for any kind of paraparnalia that they are using during that rally for that. And you can see na ang intention was the Filipino people really want to make a change. And the Filipino people on that rally believes that they can be able to conquer or survive this kind of election. The Filipino people wanted to change, kaya nagkaisa sila. Parang, parang, ano eh, um, parang yung first uh, 1986 na uh, rally. May yung <laughs> people's power. Parang people's power. This is what they are trying to prove na this is people's power. To be honest, during the campaign of Leni Robledo, I wasn't really 100% sure about her. Parang marami pa siyang dapat patunayan. But when you look on the credibility and the action that she had, mas marami siyang nagawa compared sa current president ng Pilipinas. The projects that was finished during the time of Duterte started during the time of Ninoy Aquino, President Gloria Macapagal Arroyo. So, it was just a continuation. Wala siyang ibang project kundi build, build, and build. Which means, which apparently is hiring more Chinese people para sa mabilisan trabaho kesa sa mga Pilipino. And apparently, mas maraming Filipino when he became the president and we got home, first time ko nakita sa Ninoy Aquino International Airport na may Chinese characters dun sa airport. Before, wala eh. Before, it's only in English and Tagalog. English and Filipino. But now, they have Chinese characters. Even the forms that we are writing, if you're a visitor coming from the Philippines for first time coming, or if you're an OFW coming to the Philippines, meron na silang ano, may Chinese characters na and I was like okay this is something new there's a lot of changes in the Duterte administration I would say some of that is really beneficial some are very excellent choices but the rest are not how they handle COVID is wrong how they how he get money but still wasn't able to prove uh, to handle properly the COVID how palpak yung mga inappoint niya na hawak pero he still stand behind this person kahit na alam naman niya mali yung ginawa kahit marami ng tao nagre-reklamo so maraming prinsipyo eh na parang nawala during the administration during the Duterte administration marami rin buhay ang nawala during the administration the Duterte administration it is a fact hindi pwedeng fake news to. It's a fact. Kasi, hindi lang kami, hindi lang mga Pilipino na sa Pilipinas na nakakakita. Kundi kahit kami na nandito. And even, yung mga tao sa ibang bansa. So, President Lenny Robredo, I think, ang gusto ng tao is magbago. And, nakita nila kani Lenny Robredo yun. Yung paniniwala nila sa pagkampanya kay Lenny Robledo at kay Kiko Pangilinan bilang presidente o vice-presidente ng bansa. 
ay nakaugat to sa pagiging Pilipino nila. Pilipino na napapagod na siguro sa nangyayari sa bansa namin na gusto nang magsalita at gusto nang lumaban ulit para ipaglaban ulit yung bayan. Pinagdadasal ko na sana eh, maging maayos ang eleksyon. Sana yung pakikipaglaban ng, mga ba- ng bawat Pilipino ay eh, maging maayos, maging makabuluhan at sana manalo ang tama sa mali. That's all and I hope that you have a good day and be a blessing to someone. Love yourself more and Pilipinas kong mahal. Ipaglalaban ka. Thank you. Bye!